Hello everyone, welcome to the Hormone Formula Podcast. It is Vinka here from Vinka Nutrition and in today's episode we're going to be talking all about anxiety and I feel that this is a conversation that will benefit every single one of you because it may surprise you to know that the statistics for anxiety are one in five. However, I feel that these statistics are really not that representative of how many cases there actually are because what, you know, one, not all people who have anxiety report it to anyone. So if that was actually done, then I feel like the statistics would show a much higher number. And, you know, the statistics also show that two and, uh, sorry, twice as many women suffer from anxiety as men. However, we all know that women are very good at talking about our emotion and men are not. So how many men haven't actually let anyone know that they're suffering from their anxiety? So if those cases were really um, recorded, I feel like the anxiety levels and statistics would, would show a much higher number. And from what I see in my clinic, it is definitely one of the most um, common reasons someone will come and see me. And I feel that there is so much information that I can share today that will be very helpful because I I think a lot of people don't know that there are a huge amount of nutritional solutions that we can use to treat anxiety and to, in my um, humble view, uh, more effective than a lot of the pharmaceutical treatments that maybe, um, uh, you know, people have thought of their only option. So I hope that you know, from today, you can all come out with an amazing toolkit that you can use to help with any anxiety that you may be experiencing. But I also really would love you and encourage you to share this with with anyone you may feel that this may be applicable for, because I'm sure that you have um, friends and family suffering from anxiety, and maybe you just don't know that that's what's happening. So the more people that can get access to this information, the better. So please do share. So with regards to anxiety, I think what we really have to first start with is understanding what are the factors that cause us to have low anxiety. And to understand that, you really need to understand neurotransmitters. And neurotransmitters are brain chemicals that are responsible for our mood. And there are a few different neurotransmitters that can result in you having anxiety. So the first step you have to do, have to work through, is understand which neurotransmitter for you is low, and then we can go about treating it. And um, and when you do, the results are very quick. You know, sometimes within five minutes of applying these techniques, you can have some relief. So it is amazing to see. It's part of my job that I absolutely love. I get such a buzz out of people feeling better with regards to their mood and particularly around anxiety that can be debilitating. So, you know, doing some of these things we talked about today um, – is, are very effective. So I'm excited to share them with you today. So, you know, in terms of neurotransmitters, there are three neurotransmitters that I'm going to talk to you about. Um, and I want you to listen to what I have to say about these and figure out which one of these applies for to you. And, you know, you may have more than one of these neurotransmitters that feel like is used, and that's okay. Um, but just knowing which ones they are is really, really important. So the first one I'm going to start with is serotonin. So serotonin is your feel-good hormone, and when it is low, various symptoms can arise. And this is probably the one that I see the mo- is the most common cause for anxiety, particularly for menopausal or perimenopausal women. Um, but le- low serotonin 
um, can cause a lot of symptoms. And so, you know, have a listen to these and see whether any of these apply. You don't have to have every single one of these um, symptoms. But if you've got, a, you know, a couple of these things going on, then maybe um, serotonin is your neurotransmitter that's not at adequate levels for you. So some of the things that would um, be common for a low serotonin um, state would be that kind of worry, that ruminating, ruminating thoughts, um, second guessing yourself, a lot of negative self-talk, you can have fears and phobias, it's those women who experience PMS, um, quite often insomnia goes hand in hand with this because serotonin gets made into melatonin and if you don't have enough serotonin then you can't have enough of the nice sleepy hormone melatonin. So um, insomnia is quite often associated with this. Irritability, and I mean, just think of any perimenopausal or menopausal woman and you'll get this lovely picture. Irritability, anger issues, rage, quite common symptoms of um, low serotonin. You can also get TMA, uh, TMJ pain, which is in the jaw. You can also kind of feel like imposter syndrome, and I kind of think of it as, you know, that lack of confidence and, you know, that people are going to work you out that you're not as good as they think you are. You know, that whole thought that you're just... Uh, you know, not as good as you feel that you should be and you're lacking that confidence. So those are kind of the common um, symptoms that can go with low serotonin and obviously anxiety and panic attacks that can also happen with this. So if you are kind of saying yes and nodding your head to a few of those um, scenarios, then really think about serotonin as one of the neurotransmitters that you need to lift up. And I'll talk you through how to do that shortly. So that's neurotransmitter number one. The second um, neurotransmitter is GABA. GABA is like a beautiful, calming um, neurotransmitter. And the symptoms of low GABA are more physical. So where serotonin is more in your head, you know, with that worry, overthinking, kind of overwhelmed feeling, GABA is instead more physical tension. So your neck and shoulders will be tense and you may even feel it in your legs. You get that butterflies in your stomach, can even have some pain in the gut. And you will self-medicate quite often with wine. So if you're one of those um, women that come home at the end of the day and just need that glass of wine to relax and unwind, then quite often it's because you are not uh, making enough GABA. So as opposed to serotonin where you crave sugar and carbohydrates because carbohydrates actually help make serotonin, a lot of women in that low serotonin will be needing their Whitaker's chocolate to make them feel better, um, whereas the GABA is more the wine. And, and like I said, you may be both wine and chocolate girl. You may be serotonin and you may be GABA as well, and that's you know completely fine. But uh, knowing that that is the case is, is great, and then you can therefore treat it. So those are the first two neurotransmitters I wanted to talk through. And then the third one is dopamine. So dopamine is your pleasure reward neurotransmitter. So when you do something you really love, you get that hit of dopamine that makes you feel amazing, you know. So if you get to, however, a point where you have low dopamine, you can feel a little bit unmotivated, lack of focus and attention. And this is not a common cause for anxiety, but I've put it in because there are the times I find that this is um, needed to to really get that fix for somebody um, resolving their uh, anxiety. And I had a client, she was um, very high up in the corporate ladder and had to do a lot of presentations in front of groups of people and 
you know, she was finding that she was getting very anxious before these uh, meetings and, you know, we worked through her serotonin, we boosted that up, that helped a little bit and then we helped build up her GABA, that helped a little bit but wasn't giving her that 100% um, anxiety-free um, moment. So what we then did is work on her dopamine and that's when we got 100% success and the reason is if you can't focus and you can't feel that kind of attention then you will get a little bit anxious um, about being able to present in those situations when your attention and focus is not great so when she got the attention and focus and motivation back she lost her anxiety so that's not a common one but I just couldn't miss it out as well um, so those are the three neurotransmitters that are really important um, for you to figure out which one is you and then when you know then you're able to um, treat them and I really suggest if you've got more than one of those neurotransmitters that you work one at a time and I always usually start with the serotonin then go to the GABA and then go to the dopamine in that order um, not necessarily um, how I always would would handle the situation but um, majority of the times that's where I'll start so you know, just so you know. So I guess, you know, now that you know which neurotransmitter is um, is not at, at the adequate levels, you now need to work out why uh, is your GABA or your serotonin or your dopamine not high. So that's when we look at finding the root cause of that. And there's lots of things that can drive this. And I think while you're working on it, I feel what's important is that you – Put some things in place to boost your levels of GABA and serotonin and dopamine, whatever one's low, with some nutritional support um, while you go through the process of figuring this out. Because if you're someone who's lacking motivation or having panic attacks, it's very hard to make changes to your diet and lifestyle when you're feeling like that low. So I always think, well, let's put some things in place that can actually boost those levels of serotonin up or dopamine, and then we can start working through the causes. So what I like to use is amino acids. So amino acids are proteins that are what we um, can use in um, therapeutic doses to really boost your levels of neurotransmitters. And depending on which neurotransmitter you have low, that will depend on which amino acid you'll use. So starting with serotonin, I like to use either 5-HTP or tryptophan. So what works for one might not work for the other. So you really have to figure out which one of those two is going to work for you. And I usually start with tryptophan, or uh, sorry, I usually start with 5-HTP. Um, the only kind of caution I have with this is if you're someone who has high levels of cortisol stress, then, then I'd actually start with tryptophan because 5-HTP can lead to higher cortisol levels and can cause some people to feel a little nauseous. Um, and also, if you're on an antidepressant, then I really recommend working with a practitioner to um, figure this out rather than doing it on your own. Um, because if you're already on an antidepressant and you take 5-HTP or tryptophan that will also lift your serotonin levels, you can end up making too much serotonin. So really be aware of that if that's what you're doing at the present time. So tryptophan and 5-HTP are two um, amazing amino acids that can lift your serotonin and sometimes as quick as five minutes. That's how quick it can be effective for you. And, um, you know, sometimes it can take 24 hours, 48 hours. So what I would do is try 5-HTP 
if that wasn't enough to change the situation for you, then I'd flip over to using tryptophan and then use that for a couple of days and hopefully you'll get the results. So those are really kind of, I guess, the band-aids that you can use to build up your levels while you figure out the reasons for having low serotonin. So using those two um, amino acids is really wonderful for serotonin. And then for GABA, you can actually take GABA as a supplement. Unfortunately, in New Zealand, we can't buy it in the New Zealand markets. You may, not that I'm saying this on... uh, on the air, but you can actually uh, buy them online. So GABA, um, you can also buy um, supplements that help you make GABA um, that kind of contain glutamine and things like that um, and then the right nutrients. So if you don't buy GABA, you can kind of buy the nutrients that make GABA. But I find if you can take GABA um, then as a lozenger, as a sublingual form, then within one or two minutes um, – you can have such amazing results in regards to reducing your panic, your anxiety. So um, GABA is a beautiful um, supplement we can use, an amino acid that we can use for helping with making GABA. Um, And then with dopamine, it's tyrosine that we – the amino acid that we use to help build up your dopamine and tyrosine can be quite stimulating. So, um, you know, be careful what times of the days you take that. Um, so those are the three amino acids that you can use to lift up your neurotransmitters. And then it comes really down to looking at the reasons of why you may have low neurotransmitters. So this is where the the good stuff, the fun stuff really starts in getting to the bottom of why you are, you know, low on these neurotransmitters. And it's this is a pretty massive conversation and one that I could spend all day com- talking about and working through. But I guess my whole aim right now is to just give you um, clues of where you should be looking. And if you feel you need to have some help with this, then work with someone to help you. But I just want to open your mind to, I guess, all the areas that this could be coming from for you so that you can start ticking them off, working in them in the most logical order for you. Because there are a lot of things that can drive neurotransmitters becoming low. And so I'm going to go through many of the common ones and, um, you know, see if, you know, these are things that resonate with you and um, we need to start. So I guess the number one thing is in terms of why you may have um, low neurotransmitters is your diet. So are you getting enough good quality foods in your diet that contain the amino acids, the protein that we need to make um, neurotransmitters? So if you're a vegetarian or vegan, are you eating quality um, vegetables in high enough doses to get those amino acids? And if you're eating animal protein, are they good, healthy, organic grass-fed options so that you're getting really good um, profiles of amino acids? Those are kind of first places. Then it's about you know the other nutrients that are really important are the B vitamins and zinc. Are you eating enough leafy greens, whole um nuts and seeds and things like that to kind of get those levels up so you know diet's a huge part of this you know you can't be eating empty foods and expecting to be able to make neurotransmitters if you've got no proteins no b vitamins so that's you know uh, common sense but just also important to to remember but then I find one of the things that really has to go unfortunately is gluten because I love a good sourdough don't you oh my god um but gluten really damages the 
um, the gut and stops us absorbing some of those really important nutrients that we need to make neurotransmitters, particularly those B vitamins and zinc. Um, so gluten for a lot of people who have um, anxiety is one of the food groups that will uh, need to be removed. So those are, that's the first thing, looking at your diet. The second area is are you on a birth control pill? Because the birth control depletes us of um, zinc and B vitamins. And, you know, even after you've come off the pill um, for a, several months afterwards, and even longer for some people, it can have um, effects on, on the health of your gut and your pancreas and the microbiome in your gut. So the pill really can deplete you um, of those nutrients that you need to make neurotransmitters. So think about whether that is the option for you. Um, and, you know, I guess that leads me on to talking about the gut. You know, majority of your neurotransmitters are actually made in the gut. So you really need a nice, healthy gut to be able to make serotonin. So I'll do a podcast shortly on the gut um, in terms of what you need to look for for a healthy gut. But, you know, think think about the, you know, um, what your gut needs to be healthy, making sure you're regularly going to the to the loo, making sure you, you know you don't you have constipation or too loose stools, that you're not getting bloating, all those sorts of things. You want a nice, healthy gut so that you can make those neurotransmitters in the gut, but also absorb the nutrients that you need to make them. Um, the next big area is phthalates. So phthalates are. I think a really important topic to to bring to the table today because phthalates are in things like um, plastics. It basically is what makes plastic flexible. Um, but we also put phthalates into things like air fresheners, shampoos. It's the fragrance. Anything that's got a fragrance on it, please avoid because phthalates are put into things to make the fragrance last longer. But unfortunately, um, you know, phthalates actually reduce our GABA. And, you know, there's lots of studies around this that show this and there's studies that show that um, people who have had more exposure to phthalates will have an, a higher rate of anxiety. And we've even had studies to show that women who are pregnant um, and had exposure to phthalates will have children that have higher levels of anxiety. You know, I kind of think of phthalates as the new smoking. It is that bad. Um, it disrupts our hormones in terms of estrogen and progesterone as well. So avoid your plastics. Avoid um, anything with a fragrance in them, please, 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 because this can make all the difference to your anxiety and health in general. So phthalates are, are not great for us, but then there's also a lot of heavy metals that can um, damage our neurotransmitters. For example, lead um, exposure can deplete our GABA, mercury can lower our serotonin. So, you know, these are things that you can get tested but not that successfully to be honest um, but a lot of us will have exposure to these heavy metals so working with someone to help um, slowly detoxify from them is, is awesome and important to do if, if you think that this is somewhere that may be applicable to you. Um, so the other area is infections so when I'm thinking infections I'm thinking things like um, more common in other countries than New Zealand but Lyme disease um, if you've got mold in your house, um, the mold releases myotoxins and that um, toxicity from the mold reduces GABA. And mold is a is a big conversation on itself and one that a lot of people don't realize how prevalent, prevalent, I can't even speak, oh my God, you know what I'm saying. Um, it is at the moment in, you know, particularly in countries like Australia with all their 
floods. That was a really noisy truck behind me too. Sorry about that. Can't speak. And noisy trucks going great for me right now. Um, so, you know, um, mould is something that I think is a bigger issue than people realise. So if you've got mould in your house, please look at ways to eliminate that because you cannot be healthy with mould in your house. Um, short story. And it will um, lower your GABA and can result in... Um, anxiety as a result also some people will have chronic low grades infections and when you go and have your checks at the doctor unless your viral um, white blood cells are extremely raised then they won't be picked up but if they're just elevated and just sitting there you may have a viral infection that really hasn't been um, resolved in your body that your immune system hasn't been able to get on top of and that can cause um anxiety as well unbelievably so those are kind of the first four topics diet birth control phthalates and plastics infections then the next ones are looking at your genetics which we talked about last week in last week's episode um and you know there are certain pathways in the body that are and genes that are responsible for making these neurotransmitters so if you have Genes that are mutated, um, variations that mean that you um, are working at a reduced rate to making these neurotransmitters, then you may find that you need nutritional support to support those genes to to make the neurotransmitters. So, you know, when you understand your genes, you can look at all of that, which is really exciting um, to know. Um, the next big one is hormones. You know how much we love hormones. Um, and as women, this is really important to know because our estrogen and progesterone have a big role in um, lifting up our GABA and our serotonin. So estrogen is is responsible and plays a large part in our production of serotonin. So when we lose estrogen, we can lose serotonin. And, you know, those key times are perimenopause, menopause, and after postnatal, after having a baby, we can lose um, serotonin. But some people, too, in their kind of last two weeks of their cycle leading up to their period, estrogen is lower. Um, and so, therefore, you can feel the effects of lower serotonin and have, you know, a struggle emotionally so for those people taking tryptophan um, for those last two weeks of your cycle you may feel um, helps lift up your serotonin for you and then progesterone actually is um, plays a large role in lifting up our GABA so um, as we get into perimenopausal time or postnatally or menopause again we can lose progesterone um, and that as a result can um, lower our GABA so maybe you know looking at GABA support here would be important so neutral uh, sorry hormones play a huge role in our balance of serotonin and GABA and it's so common for a woman who's starting to get into perimenopause to f- first start feeling the effects of anxiety when they've never felt anxiety before and quite often I'll see women developing anxiety, paranoia, irritability and you know what they used to be able to put up with they no longer can and so this quite often comes to play because of their hormones changing and and as a as a result affecting our neurotransmitters so it's important to know Um, and then um, one of the other things that is, is important to understand is our liver health is is critical as well and this is because our liver is responsible for making cholesterol cholesterol goes on to make our hormones 
um, but also bile. And, you know, I've harped on about this heaps already in the liver um, episode, but bile is what, you know, gets rid of those phthalates, those um, heavy metals that can actually lead on to anxiety. It also clears our um, hormones. It also breaks down our fats that we need to help um, our body make neurotransmitters. So we need to have that good liver as well as that good gut picture to really make neurotransmitters. So when you look at this, when you know we put all these pieces of the puzzle together, you can really see that a lot of factors come into play when it's our moods that we're talking about. It's um, it's no magic pill. However, now that we know about these amino acids, we've got these incredible tools to be able to use to boost our neurotransmitters. And I feel that they are a lot safer to start using than some of the pharmaceuticals that may be prescribed to individuals with anxiety. So if we can use these um, amino acids to really help, I feel um, we may get some really exciting results. And you know, seeing in my practice um, the life-changing effects that these amino acids have had, uh, you know, there's no bigger buzz or reward for me. And they have been life-changing for a lot of individuals and in some cases life-saving. And so if we can get this knowledge out to as many people as possible, that would also make my day. And hence why I'm sharing this today with you. It's no no use in my head and I can't see everyone. So I really would also encourage you to be able to pass this message on to as many people as you can. I think we all have that responsibility to help others. And as I was saying at the beginning of the episode, quite often we may not know who's um, suffering. So just share um, your knowledge with, with whoever you feel it may be appropriate for. But for all of you lovely ladies, have an amazing day. I hope it's relaxed and anxiety-free because you all deserve to feel absolutely amazing. So take care, and I look forward to chatting to you all again next week. See you later. <laughs>